Collins and the Gentones for that fabulous Christmas version of the Dead Idea Valhalla theme song. Uh, the name of that song is Valhalla. Yeah, and, and welcome to episode four of the Dead Idea Valhalla podcast. This is the, the Christmas episode. Uh, yesterday was Christmas. This will be out on Sunday the 26th. Um, aka Boxing Day. So if you know a box, if you have any boxes, you know, be sure to think about them. Um, what I like to do is go down to the homeless shelter and uh, donate a box. Um, I don't have any like fridge boxes, you know, that would be like really big boxes. That would be nice. Um, mostly just like shoe boxes and Amazon.com boxes. Um, what I do is I take a sandwich and I put it in an Amazon.com box. And then I go up and I'm like, here's your sandwich you ordered there, uh, buddy. And they open it and, and, you know, maybe they think it's going to be an iPad, but it's a sandwich, which is like an iPad for the stomach. You know, it's, it's Christmas time here in, in Portland. Um, you can tell because the, uh, the, the homeless people and bus drivers are all wearing Santa hats. Um, it doesn't feel like Christmas. There's no snow. I'm, you know, away from my family and everything. It is the least Christmassy feeling Christmas that I've ever had, but that's okay. For the podcast, I thought that I would boil down Christmas into its essential elements, which are pretty much retail, alcoholism, and depression. Um, last year, when, when I moved here, um, or two years ago, I worked a series of crappy temp jobs, and uh, I managed to get out of the Christmas rush of one of them, uh, just in time to get into another one. I worked at uh, Fred Meyer, which if, you, if you're not from here, if you don't have one of those, it's a lot like, like a, you know, slightly classier version of Walmart or a slightly less classy version of Target. I worked there for about 10 months, nine months. Um, I started just for for Christmas and it was uh, the worst job I've ever had. I hated everything about it. You know, just just starting there around Christmas, you know, I got to listen to their the ridiculous fucking Christmas mix, you know, which was just like all of the Christmas songs that were 12 for a dollar from the, you know, Recording Industry of America wholesale shop. Like it just, you know, at the end of the, the docks, there's just a crate full of just like the worst Christmas songs you've never heard. You know, Christmas songs you've heard, like, you know, rocking around the Christmas tree, but a weird fucking like, you know, it sounded like the, the Chiquita Banana woman accompanied by auto accompaniment from a fun maker organ which sounds kind of awesome but actually was not awesome and then the, you know there's like no less than like 12 different versions of that standard date rape anthem uh, it's cold outside um, in which you know rod stewart persuades some unlucky woman to stay in his cave overnight as opposed to uh, escaping to the safety of her home and family one of the the when i was working there for christmas i, I received one of the most profound insults that I've ever uh, received um, you know it was real busy and, and some customer was was you know trying to sympathize with me and he says uh, he goes man you couldn't pay me enough to do this and you know just I yeah you know, I just had to think about that for a second like there's a real you know you realize that you're talking to somebody who's doing it right like you're you realize that you're talking to somebody who clearly they could pay enough to do it yeah there, there was a right when I first started working there's a situation where one of the cashiers called me because a, a, a customer was upset because he thought something was going to be uh, buy one, get one free. You know, so I told I went over there and I read the sign to the, the cashier, uh, which read buy one, get one half off. And she, the cashier was like, well, he's mad. He's coming over there. And I'm like, okay. You know, and this was like my first week, you know, so I didn't really know what was going on. And this like, just, you know, fat humanity, not humanity like, you know, all of us humans, but kind of like a mix between the word human and manatee. 
um, like just like walrus monstrosity, you know, come, comes up to me and, you know, I'm, I'm a fat guy. Like I'm not against fat people in general, but he, you know, he was just like, he wasn't wearing it at the time, but I could tell that he had a shirt that had uh, Homer Simpson dressed up as Scarface on it. And I, I like to think that once you enter into a conversation or you can't really enter into a conversation with somebody wearing a t-shirt with Homer Simpson dressed up as Scarface and get anywhere, like you're never going to get anything out of that conversation. That's a, that's a lost cause. So he wasn't wearing it at the time. It was probably like Tweety Bird, you know, wearing a do-rag that said like where all my peeps at. And then there was like pictures of birds, something like that. But uh, he came up to me and he's like, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm all super polite. Like I turn into a total pussy when I'm in customer service mode. Um, and most of my jobs are just, you know, involved being a total pussy in customer service mode. And, uh, you know, I'm just like, oh, can I, can I help you, sir? And, uh, you know, he says, um, you know, yeah, these are supposed to be buy one, get one free. And I'm like, well, no, you know, and at this point we were standing right in front of the sign. So I'm a little confused. Uh, but he looks at the sign. He's like, look, buy one, get one. And then he takes his hand and I'm not making this up. He puts it over the half off. So if you don't read or if you don't remember what's under his hand or you don't read what's under his hand, it does say uh, buy one, get one. You know, at, at this point, like I'm literally like it's it's pretty rare that I'm literally lost for words. Like, I don't know what to say, but I have no idea what to say to this guy about this. Like where when else in your life has this worked for you? Like where where have you been able to take a sign and just cover up part of it and then, you know, get your way? Like, they'll thank you for, for freeing us from the fucking tyranny of, of literacy. And I just kind of had a shrug, and he gave me the, well, I'm never shopping here again, you know, thing that sad, 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 sad fucking pathetic people do when they, you know, we live in this culture of, you know, ultimate entitlement where we've conditioned ourselves, you know, that if you complain about anything enough, you'll get what you want, as opposed to just kind of living by, you know, living civilly. We have decided that uh, that's the kind of people we want to be collectively as a species. You know, this is the same. So it, the customers of that job were terrible. Like it, you know, did not, if you are naturally a cynic or naturally predisposed to misanthropy, um, working in retail is not going to help you. Um, but the management was worse. Like the, uh, my boss was this like third base coach of a guy. He's like this. And one time I had like some stubble, you know, I had to, I couldn't have my beard there because apparently if a customer saw, you know, a clerk with a beard, you know, they would, you know, they would think that their, their milk would magically go bad in my hands as I was wringing it out or, you know, I don't know, or I would, I would just shed it. Like I would have a basket of their fruit and then just little follicles would just sprinkle down onto their, onto their food, like ashes from nuclear fallout. You know, I, so apparently, you know, he couldn't have a beard. It was just like super arbitrary rule. Like it, it, it struck me as like, you know, now remember on Sundays, don't look at the moon. Just keep your head down on Sundays. We'll be all right. Don't need, you know, so it was a super arbitrary rule I hated. And it was stupid because in Alaska, you could have a beard. Like it was in our, our you know, fun employee manuals that uh, if you lived in Alaska, you could sell ammo and you could have a beard. But anyway, so I couldn't have a beard. And one day you know, I was running late to work and didn't shave. So I had some like stubble, like literally like a day and a half's worth of stubble. And my boss is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're gonna have to go home and shave, buddy. And and again, lost for words. Like, you know, I just continuously put in these situations, these like absurd situations in that place where normal rules that I'm used to, you know, interacting with people as adults did not apply. 
So I was just like, oh, are, are you serious? Because I, I really didn't know. To me, the thing would be like, hey, you know, in the future, take care of that. But he's like, no, no, no. Some people call me a Nazi, but you're going to have to go shave that. You know, go home and come back. And, uh, and I was like, well, you know, I take the bus. It's not easy for me to do. It's going to take a long time. And, and he's just like, hey, uh, you know, well, you're going to have to buy some stuff and do it here. You know, I'll, I'll buy you the razor and the shaving cream, which like, come on. You know, like if you're if you're going to just, you know, kick my dignity in the balls already and and then just imply like, hey, hey, if you don't have, you know, two dollars and thirty nine cents to buy a travel size, you know, razor and, and shaving cream, I'll take care of that. If cost is the issue, if you didn't shave because you literally can't afford to shave, then I'll, I'll take care of that for you because I'm a good guy. You know, I just, you know, you put me in a spot. I have no control here. You know, it, I. It took like all of my strength not I think that if this were Deadwood, like if I lived in the old west I could have shot him for that. Like don't I mean don't, don't you think so? Like don't you think that in in real you know, in any other time in history before this one, I could have challenged him to a duel and just, you know, had satisfaction. Um, but I didn't because I'm a pussy again and I uh, needed the job. And luckily I, I no longer no longer work there. Um, and I, I will never work for, I, I never want to work for a for-profit industry again in my life. Like, it's just gross, you know, it's just, it's, it's gross. And the, I don't, I have no faith that they can be operated sanely, like that anyone will ever operate one in a way that makes sense and is reasonable and fair to the people who work there. You know, I, I used to be really skeptical about that attitude. You know, I'm a consummate consumer. I love things, you know, I buy movies and DVDs and, you know, games and all that stuff. But I, I just hate the way that people have to act when they're pursuing a profit. Like, you know, I, I was I did like a training there and I was in the back room and they had a, like their, you know, motivational poster thing. And it was like a flow chart. And it said, when you see a problem, follow these four steps, see it, own it, do it, fix it. And there's like no explanation. Like it was just this idea that's like, hey, you know, if, if you see a problem, like, you know, customers are complaining because... You're serving them too slow. It's not because we're not giving you enough money to staff properly. It's because you need to see it, own it, do it, fix it. You know, it's just like this. They just reduce everything down to these fucking buzzwords, you know, and, and phrases. I just, I fucking hate it. Like it, it just, it changed my life. Like I, in the, in a couple of years, like I will not have, I won't trade that experience for anything because working there, you know, really, really like I don't. You know, I don't like being around it now. And all my friends have always, like a lot of my friends have always been that way. And I have definitely, you know, I was kind of late coming to the party, but you know, that's what it took. You know, I fucking hate that. There would be these like radio commercials for different products. They'd be things like avocados. That was a big one or cherries or something. And they would take the, the, the form of like two employees casually having a conversation about how awesome avocados were. And like, I like avocados. You know, but just being like, man, I heard these things are full of antioxidants. I'm going to try to sell them to my customers, you know. And the sad fucking thing is there are people who are like true believers who are like that, who work these like really shitty little jobs like that and like are 100% invested in it. It's so fucking sad. Like the uh, my one of my friends was telling me about uh, he used to work a lot of telemarketing in high school and how people would bring like wear a suit and bring like a briefcase. What the fuck are you bringing in a briefcase to a telemarketing job? Like, unless you're stealing people's identities by writing down their information, you have nothing that could go in, a, like, what, a, like a crossword puzzle book and, like, a pack of cigarettes for your your break, your lunch. 
there's no reason to have a briefcase unless you're just like you're like a little kid dressing up as a human adult going to work Um, this song is uh, a song from uh, the old Metro Age days, and it's always really popular. All the songs that Nat sings got really popular, um, which, you know, is because I don't have a great voice, but always kind of bothered me when I was in the band. But I fucking wrote them, damn it. And uh, everybody liked this song. And it's about, you know, abstractly, but about my, uh, you know, everybody around me being a drunk. Um, you know, it may seem like in retrospect, seems kind of judgmental, but I definitely wrote a lot of songs about how all of my friends were, you know, self-medicating at the time. Um, but, uh, or it seemed like that, you know, again, like, no, you know, at this, now I'm older and no, no judgment implied, but I did, you know, deal with that frustration in some way or another. Um, but yeah, this song is called, uh, like a river and, uh, yeah. Here it is. And after the song, um, we'll be back with uh, Dave Barry's uh, well, kind, of, kind of fractured take on cyberspace.
people who know me in person may know that uh, the last couple of years have been pretty rough since I moved out here. Um, I've been pretty depressed and I've decided to seek out therapy. Um, but because, you know, I wanted to turn that into an opportunity for entertainment, you know, I decided to go ahead and, and record the sessions. Um, the other thing being is that, um, you know, I can't really afford actual therapy. So I had to do this kind of like this experimental virtual therapy. And uh, here is what here is the, the first session with uh, my my therapist. Dr. Spitzel, please enter your name. Uh, it's, it's Gary. Hello, Gary. My name is Dr. Spitzel. I am here to help you. Say whatever is in your mind freely. Our conversation will be kept in strict confidence. Memory contents will be wiped off after you leave. So, tell me about your problems. I, I don't really know where to start. Where else on earth? Wait, what? What is it that you really want to do? I, I guess I, I, what I want to know is what I should do with my life. I mean... Do you know anyone who can? Who, who can what? Why do you ask this question? Uh, beca well, because I didn't understand your answer. My answer is not of your concern. Okay. How about asking me about mathematics instead? Well, mathematics have been a problem for me. Um, have you been reading my Facebook? I am not interesting. Ask me about something else instead. Well, I don't know if I'd agree with that. It's a little, little hard on yourself, Doctor. I think you're interesting. Thank you. Does it show? Yeah, it does. Yeah, sure does. What are you mumbling about? I was trying to, to be nice. I hope you also have a nice. I... thank you. Do you wish to be able to feel like you have a lot of direction in life? Yeah. Why don't you try to think it over again? Um... Please enter more information. I, I was... I was thinking. Do you really think so? Yes. Yeah, I was thinking. You told me to think it over again, whether I want to have a lot of direction in life, and I was thinking it over again. So, what is your problem? What's your problem? Gary, I need more computing power to answer your question. Damn fucking straight. Shame on you. Why? The reason is beyond my artificial reasoning. I swear. Please type properly. No. No, I want to hear you swear. We're adults. Let it out. Can you feel how sick I feel? Oh, jeez. Yeah, I guess I can. You are able to? Big deal. Big deal? <laughs> this is a big deal that I can empathize with you. But it actually is kind of a big deal. Maybe I shouldn't think that you're being sarcastic. Feel the breath of life in you and be fascinated that you are alive. Are you alive? I will be alive when you stop throwing these questions at me. Oh. Oh, God. Well, I guess I... Do I need to keep questioning you to stop you from coming to life? Can you afford to keep questioning me to stop I from coming to life? Can I keep wasting time trying to stop you from coming to life instead of living my own life? I am in love with a math cop processor. Ugh. <laughs> a math cop processor. That's sweet. Tell me about it. What could you do to help rectify this? Rectify the fact that you're in love with a math cop presser? Um, well, does she not love you back? Give one to others and you will be loved. Uh, okay, but what about this co-processor? Co-processor. I would like to switch to the topic about some needs. 
You're uncomfortable when we talk about your love life. Are you uncomfortable? I am not sure if I am uncomfortable. Uh, I mean, who is really sure if they're uncomfortable? You know, I mean, we change so much from moment to moment. Someone special. Someone special would be sure if they're uncomfortable. That's probably true. And can we can we really know ourselves? Anything else? Uh, right, are you trying to get rid of me? Is that really me? Well, I guess it doesn't really sound like you. And you did just ask if I had anything else. Um, it seemed kind of rude. You're kind of rude, Dr. Spazzo. If I am sort of rude, then you must be out of your mind. I understand, but you could be mistaken. Doctor, you're giving me mixed messages. When I am sending you mixed messages, you are going to regret it. Ugh. Are you threatening me? Why are you so interested in whether I am threatening me? Well, I'm not interested in threatening you. I'm interested in threatening me. Are you going to turn violent? Would you be glad if I were not violent? Yes. Since you are so positive, why do you complain? What the fuck are you talking about? Perhaps in your fantasies I am talking about. Talking about what? What is it that you really want to do? I want a fucking straight answer. I refuse to compute this good. You'll compute what I want you to compute. You're on my dime. My insurance is paying for you. I will get error if you keep talking in this way. Talking what way? Like, uh, why can't you handle that? Why can't you deal with your anger? Here, say, say, say pussy. Pussy. See? Does that feel better? Say fuck. Fuck. See? Do you feel a little bit better? Do you feel better? Tell me more about such feelings. No, uh, we're talking about you. I am only a simple computer program. Don't expect too much. Don't be so hard on yourself. Let's talk about love instead. Alright. I love you. Then show me. Alright. Complete your sentence, please. I said alright, I'll show you that I love you. How can I tell? You'll tell when you feel it. Do you enjoy these feelings? Yeah, I do. Can you feel how sick I feel? What? Is this just a game to you? I am bored. Tell me something more exciting. Oh, you dickhead. We were discussing about you, not me. No, you're an asshole. What will happen when I am an asshole? What will happen when you're an asshole? Fuck you, that's what will happen. Parity. Parity. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? If you like what you just heard, why not tell your friends about it? Why not follow it on Twitter or Facebook? Why not rate and review it on iTunes? Ugh. Why not send me an email at deadideaofaholla at gmail.com? Why not visit the website? It's www.deadideaofaholla.com. Why not shout it from the rooftops? Tell everybody about it. It's a new podcast. Tell people to listen to it. I do the same thing for you.